0: What's up, everybody? This is Cheers to Beers, the podcast that lasts as long as the half pint. That's right. Back for another minisode. Sorry, it's been so long. Um, Mentioned this before in my little intros, but uh, anxiety is a real thing, and it can inhibit me from trying to stay on track with things and trying to stay motivated with creativity Uh, The reality is that I really love doing this podcast, but there's just like this little anxiety monster in the back of my head that's like, this is really scary to work on. You don't have time to do this. Why are you putting all your effort into this? Blah, 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 blah. And it's really mean, um, but you know what? It's 2018. It's time to, you know, have a fresh start get over some of these fears and say, fuck you to anxiety. So here we are with this mini-sode. If you listen to the previous mini-sode, basically what the deal is is I have a friend of the podcast, Cole, come over and we hang out on my balcony and we drink some beer and we just like chit-chat about little topics. This is kind of like little in-between episodes between full episodes where Cole and I just kind of bullshit and talk about whatever we want. This episode is a fun one. Uh, Topics include smoking weed, how weed relates to beer, and underbergs. In case you guys are unfamiliar with what underberg is, first of all, y'all are missing out. I just did a quick Google search just to kind of like read up on the history of underberg. And the first like five articles are like Huffington Post, fucking Refinery29 being like, what is this amazing drink, Underberg, and why have we never heard of it before? So um, I'll save you the trouble and explain it really quick. If you are a big beer drinker, you are probably already familiar with Underberg, but for those who are not, Underberg is a digestif bitter made in Germany, and it's basically just this herbal concoction of a bunch of different aromatic herbs, all put together and it is supposed to help you digest after eating a huge meal. Um, And their little slogan that says on every little bottle, they're these little mini bottles. I don't, I can't remember what the ounces are. I'm literally looking at the page, but I'm too lazy to figure out the, oh, 20 milliliter. There we go. Um, uh, So it's just, it kind of tastes like licorice. It's got super herbal, apparently has naturally occurring vitamin B1. So there you go. They're these little delicious drinks that are very popular in the beer world and good to have after a big meal. And uh, according to the bottle, keeps you bright and alert. I'm sure that if you've done underberg, you can attest to this. Also, uh, according to German liquor grammar, it is referred to as a Kreuterlickler. That was so bad. I'm so, I'm so sorry to anyone who speaks German or is German. Um, let me try that again. Krauter Likler. It's not the easiest language to say. So that's not my fault. It's not my fault that I can only speak one language and I'm just ignorant American. So yet here we are. Um, so a Krauter Lickler is, a uh, type of liqueur that is flavored with herbs and, and or spices. Um, but they're not like normal bitters, not like bitters, uh, like Angostura bigger bitters that you're putting in, uh, like an old fashioned, you know, um, they have more sugar in it. So anyways, I don't think we all really need to get into the, the history of a Krauter Leclerc, but, uh, other ones include Gegermeister, um, Fernet, stuff like that. Uh, Benedictine, Amaro's, You know what it is. So anyways, underbergs they're great, they're delicious, they're very fun, and they are a big part of beer culture, at least in Seattle. I guess the only really city (laughs) that I have drank a lot of beer in and have been a part of the beer culture in. But we do talk about it and why it is kind of, uh, how it kind of bypasses some of the liquor laws and you're able to serve them in in bars that just have uh, beer and wine licenses. And the reason for that is and we do talk about it, and Cole is correct. It is because it's such a low volume to alcohol that it kind of just like, in at least in the United States, it can be sold without any sort of liquor license. So that's the answer to that. We also have a little guest pop in from BFF, Emily. Shout out to you. Shout out to her dog, Mooney, who also makes an appearance. Um, not audibly, but... He's there, if you can imagine. Um, and I know this, um, this podcast is always me just shouting out other content I'm making. But you know what? <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you're also going to like uh, my Instagram at just, just beer. You're going to like my blog, cheers CheersToBeersNW.com, where I do some reviews. All the podcasts are up there. Also, you can rate, review, subscribe on iTunes uh, podcast app. And uh, so always got to throw those plugs in. Sorry about it. And uh if you I know I just said anxiety sucks, but I'm trying really hard to be better about staying on my creativity and like creative integrities. And so if you like this episode, later this month I'm going to be having one come out that I'm really excited about um recorded with my good friends from college on my San Diego trip I went on this past fall. So that's gonna be a really fun one. If you enjoy hearing the banter between me, Cole, and M today, stay tuned, subscribe so it pops up in your feed. And later this month you'll be hearing some fun college stories. So, as for now, grab um, grab a J, grab an underberg, finish the last of your pint with us as we talk about the relationship between weed, beer, and underbergs.
1: Yeah, my memory's not gonna to be too great. I've also not I've been hardly smoking any pot at all. Good for you. So this is the second or third time in this this month that I've smoked weed as well.
0: Was there a reason why?
1: Nope, not at all. Hmm. I finally understand what all those people were telling me when they're like, "Oh, I just kind of stopped." Yeah. It's just I stopped buying it, and I don't like. I still don't like going to stores. It's just so weird because I love going to stores. I hate it. You're so old school, my dude. Well, no, it's not that. It's just I like think it is. It's that it used to be. It used to be such a, like a tactile experience. And you'd get in there and touch it and smell it. Actually, I haven't been doing it, being a crazy drinker either. That's good. Good for you. No, I'm just getting old and slowing down. <laughs> and my hangovers have gotten awful. Yeah. It's surprising how many I've let myself have. And it just makes me think of how poor of a learner I am. <laughs> and a lot of it is tolerance. Is it, yeah. I go If I'm going, I go a lot harder, but it doesn't seem to be that way. Yeah. And then I wake up in the morning and just feel like, just feel rotten and then afternoon and then early evening continue to feel rotten. Yeah. when you puke at 7 PM from a hangover the night before, you know, it's bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think that's another thing too. It's like, since I mostly only drink beer now, not because like I, I dislike other types of alcohol. It's just that it's what's uh, what I'm around. No. So I, I drink slower because of that, because it, you know, fills you up and, I tend to drink less in one sitting. Like, I, it's, like, rare for me to have more than two drinks a night on any given night. Like, I just, I don't go beyond that because... Well,
1: you're going to do that tonight, though, right? <laughs> I mean, you're having beers with me, and then you're going to a tiki bar. Yeah, that's true. And you're not going to get beer at a tiki bar, are you? <laughs>
0: no, I don't think I would.
1: No, my ties aren't bad. Oh, yeah? No. I mean, I've, I've I have had really a had very successful tiki week at work, so I'm... I'm feeling pretty confident in my cocktail my tiki (laughs) drink abilities at the moment. And so, yeah, it's okay. It's pretty good, I guess, you know.
0: Um, Something that's just made me think of though, uh, when we were talking about weed uh, is kind of like the relationship between weed and beer. You know, I feel like there's a pretty strong culture there and there's the obvious connection between how hops and marijuana are like cousins basically. But I feel like, if, like, all the big-time brew, Just everyone that I know that's really into beer also smokes weed, and I'm
1: kind of like... And some of them are junkies about it. Junkies about what? Weed. Like, oh. pulling out their crazy dab equipment and just smoking grams of oil at a time, and I'm just like, nope. That's insane. That would oh, turn that. my brain off. I'd just sit quietly in the corner and not bother <laughs> anybody. <laughs> Good night, folks.
0: But I wonder if... Like, what is it about beer specifically that, like everyone who's into beer also smokes weed
1: well I think they're the mellowest of highs yeah they're also um, I think for the experienced user pretty predictable mm-hmm. you know I couldn't see forming a pattern on slamming tequila all night yeah because that's led me to so many different places <laughs> that it's not predictable where beer yeah. and weed usually lead me to the same places in the same that mindset makes sense. all the yeah. time
0: yeah okay that makes sense for sure it's probably why
1: I like it. And most of the best, well, for my, in my opinion, my favorite parts of smoking weed are the brainy parts. Mm-hmm. And smoking beer or drinking beer with that, <laughs> smoking beer, drinking beer with that. You don't get drunk enough to right. make it get all cross wires with the weed that's in your brains. For sure. You I know, mean, you got THC pushing your thoughts in one direction. And then you, if you, you know, you're mixing that with beer, it doesn't inhibit that too much Mm -hmm. and at the same time you know doesn't it it keeps it kind of reined in a little bit i think
0: yeah kind of cushions the system yeah that makes sense i like to be comfortable i guess that makes sense why i like those things
1: man the other thing that i've noticed too it's while we're ripping on people just for fun yeah man i've been going out for years to bars and it's only been in the last year or so where I've watched so many people Do rounds of shots Of unflavored vodka Like being at a busy Yikes. bar On like a Friday night And seeing someone order a dozen shots For them and their friends Of Tito's It's awful. Of like yeah yeah can, was- we get, can I get six shots of Stoli And it's like do you want a back or a mixer? No just six shots of Stoli And it's like that's okay I have to respect it a little bit In that it's like I have no taste I'm just here to get drunk I'm just here for chemical effects only.
0: What's... And this is a conversation I've had with a few people. Maybe I'm just, like, scarred from college. But (laughs) I fucking hate vodka. And it's not only because it's a pointless fucking drink and the only way to really consume it is, like, in a Bloody Mary. But, like... Fair. I... I literally can't deal with the taste of it because it just tastes like rubbing alcohol to me and everyone's like, it doesn't have a taste. And I'm like, it has a fucking taste. And if you're going to deal with taking a shot of alcohol, at least give me something. Give yeah. me something to enjoy instead of it just being...
1: Give me some wood or some agave or some smoke. Right.
0: How do people... I don't know how someone does a shot of vodka. I don't fucking know.
1: I would puke. Yeah. And I could take a shot of anything right now. Ooh, you, just- could give me- you could give me room temperature Jägermeister and I could shoot it right now.
0: I would rather do that than a shot of vodka. Let's go get some Jager shots. Okay. Fuck no. <laughs> if we had underbergs, that'd be another situation.
1: Oh, I should have brought underbergs. I'm an should idiot. Have. Like, I don't know. It's funny. I feel like it's one that, uh, it's big in the beer world, but I definitely, I definitely have a map in my head of bars. I know I can get an underberg at. So if I'm in a neighborhood, I could tell you how far away an underberg That's is hilarious. at any given time. I mean, make an app for that. <laughs> I, you know, I should make an app for that. I bet I could get, uh, the underberg guy to many <laughs>
0: <laughs> to toss, me some, uh, yeah.
1: toss me some bucks Invest in that I mean it's still owned by the original family It is? Yeah, kind of a spooky thing okay, <gasps> Friday the 13th uh, We talked about the Cold War a little bit yes. But it is Friday the 13th Is, you know, people talk about how higher-ups in the Nazi party At the end of World War Two all fled to South America You know, it's kind of commonly sure, yeah. known And I don't know if you ever watched uh, What is the, uh, the... Oh man, what's that movie called? Uh, Inglorious Bastards? No, that's not in South America. Uh, <laughs> We're talking about Nazis. <laughs> yeah, this part she's going to have to edit out while I try to think of things. I City total- of God. No, 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 no. It's about Nazis.
0: I don't know a South American film about Nazis.
1: This is not the sound of me looking it up on my phone. This is the sound of me trying okay, desperately to not Continue with the story. Not can, look- you can you
0: multitask? No,
1: I'm multitasking way. right now while I'm talking about it. What's the- But, so, Underberg. Yeah. What's spooky is that the only place... That you can get a 750 of Underberg is in Brazil.
0: (laughs) Really? And it's called (laughs)
1: Brazilberg. And
0: it's 750 of Underberg. The boys from Brazil. See,
1: that's why, yeah, the boys from Brazil. You should have gotten that. I should have gotten that. I'm an idiot. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the only place you can get a 750 of Underberg is in Brazil, and it's called Brazilberg. And I guarantee you it's because his family maybe has ties to major members of the That has to
0: be the only reason.
1: Yeah and they drink it there That's but funny. you can't order it. they will not ship it to the states they won't ship it to any other country it's got its own label and it's 750s of Underberg, and it's really makes me wonder about taking a vacation to brazil <laughs> like everybody up here there's uh everybody up here is all peru and argentina you know i'm sure you know some people in the you know, who have oh yeah oh no I, oh you went to argentina oh it's great yeah uh. but no screw that i'm going atlantic side I'm going to Brazil, I'm going to get wasted, and I'm going to bring home, like, as many bottles of Brazilberg as they'll let me.
0: That's incredible. Could honestly. you imagine
1: coming into my bar, and I have a speed pour on it, and it's in the rack? That
0: would be amazing. And I can
1: count you off, like, a one, two, yeah. or three count of Underberg? Like, having a shot of Underberg? Yeah. Ooh. Being able to use Underberg in a cocktail, though?
0: Oh, yes. Actually, just the other night, I emptied out two Underbergs into a little glass to have a little digestif. Nice. After a long night, it was, it was pleasant. Much like any other, I don't know, Amaro that I would be having after a meal.
1: Yeah, it's strong, though. Boy.
0: <laughs> the same friend I was telling you about that I was bragging about triumvirate to made him do his first Underberg at Broward's. Uh, it's always a great experience forcing someone to do it for their first time.
1: Yeah. Now, question. This is a very serious question, and this may end the interview. Oh, shit. You, do you pour it in your mouth, or do you drink it with a straw, or do you Ew, put it what in a the glass? Fuck?
0: No, I do it from the bottle. Okay. Like a civilized human being.
1: <laughs> all right. That's it's good. The interview off. may Fuck continue. That. That's what Hackett does down at Brakeside.
0: Uh, I don't get it, though. How does that make it any... going? Th- Already, it's such a small little hole that it's coming out of. Why would you make the, well, the if hole you drink even smaller?
1: It, if you drink it with a straw, you can get it all in your mouth at once.
0: No, it's fun, though, to yeah. have it and you know, it's trickle th- out at a 45-degree angle. Well,
1: you know what it is? This It's the same amount every time. It's nine glugs and then a little trickle out. And you can count it. And I do every time. (laughs) My little secret obsession is counting my Underberg lugs.
0: So what is it with Underberg, like, in terms of liquor laws, that makes it on par with beer versus
1: liquor? What I've heard is, and again, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is what I've heard, is that because it's such a small portion that you don't actually need a liquor license to sell it. You, You can still have a tavern license. Okay. So it's a way to get... Liquor into right. beer bars that don't aren't necessarily permitted, and you know if you have, say, you and I are out drinking, like drink it, and we have like a shot with a beer, and then have another beer, then maybe have like another shot, you know, a beer after that, or we can just. Have Underberg's at the same time, not get as drunk, yep. spend less money, but still get a little bit of that alcoholic edge on.
0: That's why I like Underberg's, and it, it does it's work. the sensation of taking a shot, but like
1: and it does work too. It brightens okay. me right up and lets me drink more.
0: I'm going to grab mi I think she might have some interesting things to say about Underberg because she knew about Underberg even before me, and I want her to tell the story of how she got into Underberg.
1: All right, this is a lucky one. Should I just keep filling the airtime because uh, we're recording? I
0: mean, you can. Um, I'm also going to interrupt her from doing some very important public health work, but we're out here drinking beer and we want to yeah. talk about Underberg.
1: We are talking about Underberg. So I don't keep the caps. That's one thing with Underbergs, it's keeping the caps to trade in for prizes. And I know a handful of people who do that, but I think if I kept my caps when I was out just drinking, my pockets of my jacket would be filled with underbird caps all the time. Uh Uh-oh, and so now we're getting an extra special guest star. This is M, and also with Moondog, her new kind of puppy. He's very bashful (laughs) and sweet. But we're now best friends. Sorry, Jess. Wow. That's not my decision. (laughs) It was not up to me. Okay, so... Hey, buddy.
0: Now we're going to get M on the mics here because she fucking knew what Underberg was before I did, and I thought I was cool because I knew what the fuck it was, but she had done it in college, and you just need to explain the story.
1: But hold it right up to your face. She knows the levels. She can hear. Orange. <laughs> and then, so wait, say Hop Bomb. Don't say hop, hop Bomb. bomb. <laughs> Why would I
2: say Hop Bomb? Mic- hop Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, I'm trying. Might take a couple attempts. Okay, so when I was in college, there was this bar, called 99 Bottles. I went to college in Santa Cruz and it was the bar with all the trivia that everyone liked to hang out in. And in California, it's really hard to get a liquor license. It's a lot harder than it is here uh, in Washington. And so uh, basically bars would have underbergs because for some reason it was the only thing they could have that wasn't beer or wine.
1: Uh, we explained, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, cool. So everyone already knows. Um <laughs> And because of that, we would do tons of shots of underberg. And when I moved here, I thought that everyone in California knew what an underberg was. I was super pretentious and I got called out <laughs> when I realized that even Jess didn't know what an underberg was. <laughs> so if Jess didn't know, <laughs> clearly people, it was just me. But. I spent a lot of time in college getting drunk off Underberg's because I didn't like beer. And I was at a bar full of beer and only Underberg's. But I never shot them out of the bottle like you did. I was weak. And I poured them into a shot glass because I hated that, like, slow (laughs) drip, drip, drip onto my tongue. I could not deal. It was horrible.
1: Nine nine drips. Nine (laughs) drips.
2: (laughs) Did you ever um, do the straw? No. Jake did, though, I think.
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. You mean like Jake, your husband? Yeah. Drinks underbergs with a truck. No,
2: not anymore. I
1: was going to say, because I know a good lawyer.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. He was the one that called me out for thinking other people would know what underbergs were. Well,
1: and then you came up in here check. and we got underbergs all over the place.
0: I know, but only because of Jess. Nobody else here knows what they are. <laughs> well, that was the funny thing is like when I started working in the industry and I was like, listen we're gonna do underbergs you're like underbergs tight and i was like what you know what these are i thought i was the cool one for introducing them and you were like tight cool i've done this before
2: you're always the cool one." this was like one time i got to have (laughs) just one time (laughs) plus i you had to explain to me that they were aperitifs. and i didn't even know what that word meant so you know you redeemed yourself see this is my point (laughs) it's exactly what i'm saying